May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be always acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Today is Good Shepherd Sunday, it's Mother's Day, it's also the feast day of Julian of Norwich, who wrote about a thousand years or so ago these words. As truly as God is our Father, so just as truly is He our Mother. In our Father God Almighty we have our being. In our merciful Mother we are remade and restored. Our fragmented lives are knit together, and by giving and yielding ourselves through grace to the Holy Spirit, we are made whole. It is I, the strength and goodness of fatherhood. It is I, the wisdom of motherhood. It is I, the light and grace of holy love. It is I, the Trinity. I am the sovereign goodness in all things. It is I who teach you to love. It is I who teach you to desire. It is I who am the reward of all true desiring. All shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well. So this isn't some newfangled contemporary theology. This was written by a woman recognized as a saint who wrote those words a thousand years ago or so, this idea of God as not only male, but also that we can speak of God in female images is also not something that Julian made up. All throughout the biblical texts, buried, sometimes ignored purposefully and sometimes just overlooked, are images in the Hebrew scripture and in the New Testament of God as feminine. We see in the Psalms and in various places God as a hen gathering her children under her wings and Jesus uses that example when he laments over Jerusalem and says, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how I long to gather you under my wings. We see gentle images, gentle feminine images, but we also see sort of fierce feminine (laughs) images, as in Hosea, when God is described as a a mama bear who will, let me um, quote this so I get it right and you don't think I'm making this up, like a bear robbed of her cubs, I will attack anyone, protect my kids, and I will rip anyone open (laughs) who goes after them. So that's not the like sentimental Mother's Day image that we get. It's It's the fierce mom who will protect her kids. So I just want to say today, I want us to remember that all biblical language, all our beautiful language for God is also, it's just the tip of the iceberg 
of how we can know and imagine God. The metaphors that we use help us comprehend how close and loving God is, but they are not totally comprehensive of God. As theologian Lynn Japinga wrote, language about God should help us to understand and encounter God, but we should not confuse the reality of God with the limits of our language. We are always searching to speak of a reality that is beyond our limits. And I, I, I always think that today is as appropriate as any occasion to recapture the biblical feminine images for God and to help us to see further truths about God. Because people have described God in feminine terms, as I said, for a very, very, very long time. And in our scriptures today, Jesus uses the image of shepherd. There were shepherdesses, young girls who trained to go and take care of the flock. That was a reality in ancient times. So we can think of Jesus as the good shepherd or Jesus as the good shepherdess. And the gospel today is about belonging and about how fiercely Jesus protects those who belong to him, which in reality is every, every, everyone. As we celebrate the sacrament of baptism, we celebrate that reality of belonging, that there is no sin there is no sin that can separate us from the love of God and belonging to the God who will fight for us and not let us be snatched away. The God who, like in the letter of John, the Revelation says, God will wipe every tear from your eyes. That's a persecuted church that is being done away with, that is writing an apocalyptic code that is declaring at the same time that God will wipe away our tears. And then in the epistle, when Peter brings back to life a woman who was a widow, who in society had no real standing, but her friends saw what she did for them. She made clothes and she was a good friend and you can just interject all of the other things that she did and though the society did not see her as worthy on her own, in God's kingdom there are no second-class citizens. Women are not second-class citizens. And so, it is a beautiful day, this Good Shepherd Sunday to expand how we think about God, to remember what it means to belong to this community, this community of faith, and to think about, and this is a, a little bit of a challenge because I was just challenged by biblical scholar Carolyn, excuse me, 
to think about Psalm 23 not as a comforting psalm that we read at funerals. It wasn't always that. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, can be a statement of faith for us if we read it in a certain way. And if you want to, I, I, I used this example last year, so I'm, I'm not going to use it again this year, but if you know Bobby McFerrin's uh, The Lord is My Shepherd, in which he replaces feminine uh, pronouns for, for male pronouns in the, the Psalm 23, then you will um, uh, have your mind expanded, I think. And it's a great song. Again, think of Psalm 23, which the choir sang so beautifully today, as a statement of faith. God is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. This is not a comforting thing. This is a statement to say that you will walk out in courage that you shall not be in want, that God will provide in so many ways what you need. God makes me lie down in green pastures. This is not just a comfort at loss. This is a promise, a promise of abundance and leads me beside still waters. This is a promise a promise of serenity. God revives my soul and guides me along right pathway for God's name's sake. Again, a statement of faith. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. A statement of faith. For surely the valley of shadow of death is all around us these days. And we need the courage, the faith to say that we will keep walking even when evil seems all around. Because God is with us. God's rod and staff comforts us. God spreads a table before me in the presence of those who trouble me. Now in David's time, who spread a table before you? It was women who did that. And so here is another feminine image of God. I know it sounds like I'm beating <laughs> a point here, but if there's any day to talk about this, to bring it to light, it's a day in which we celebrate mothers of all kinds. We mourn mothers who were not the best. We forgive ourselves when we aren't the best moms. We celebrate when we do right. We celebrate non-biological mothers, adoptive mothers. We celebrate people who mentor. We celebrate. And we recognize that God has no gender. God spreads a table before us in the presence of those who troubles us and anoints our head with oil so that our cup runneth over. Surely God's goodness and mercy 
will follow us all the days of our lives and will dwell we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever so today when we reaffirm our baptismal vows for Parker and Drayton we all pledge to uphold these folks in their faith, to help these kids grow in the knowledge and love of God. And that means to remember not to put God in a box, a label, not to put each other in boxes or labels, first class, second class, more rights, less rights. But in God's kingdom, the table is spread equally for all alike. Amen. Hallelujah.